0: We're broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Skate Pod. I'm your host, Engineer Rachel.
1: And I'm Ross White. We are still trapped on an asteroid, hoping to reunite with Spock and return to space, maybe find a hospitable planet rather than a semi-hospitable asteroid. In the meantime, we've got trivia questions about arrested development, respected people, One hit wonders and Kanye
0: West. We'll be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your creative thinking. This week's theme song was I Rebel Leaving Babylon by Soldier Unit. You can find a link to that in the show notes.
1: We are, however, still on the lookout for a permanent theme song. Maybe next week we'll find a song that can last forever. Our forever song.
0: crossing my fingers and my toes.
1: Who knew that finding some podcast music would be like adopting a cat? You just uh, keep taking them home with you until one stays forever. No Is wait, Is that that's how you how adopt cats? Work.
0: <laughs> Is that how you got Spock?
1: <laughs> uh, Spock was kitty number eighteen. We would we would bring him home for two nights and then we would just return them.
0: Oh my goodness! You're you're, no, you're very really. loose uh, with cats.
1: I, you know I would love to have a life where I was loose with cats, but in fact Spock and his sister are the only kitties that I ever come in contact with anymore.
0: Mm, that's very sad
1: Rach it's been a tough week we found Blythe Gully and she is back at the escape pod right now lord only knows what she's doing but you
0: I gave her some things to do oh good Mm -hmm.
1: well I I thought it was strange since Blythe has two functional legs and I have spaghetti legs that you still wanted to hook me up to my little harness and drag me Across the asteroid in search of parts for our escape pod.
0: Would you want me to take her legs? I don't well, steal I legs, Ross. I
1: figured you'd want to go with Blythe rather than dragging me along.
0: Oh, oh. Well, I you know, I need your witty cynicism.
1: I guess. But I'm starting to feel a little bit like Yoda in this backpack you've got me strapped up to.
0: I think you mean Grogu. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, but I'm on your back.
0: Oh, you're right, you're right. Wow, I need to brush up on my lore.
1: Also, I am as old as Yoda and not nearly as adorable as Grogu.
0: A little less wrinkly. <laughs>
1: but... Uh, but I still have some of those same habits of speech. <laughs> the asteroid has proven to not have much in the way of technological resources. We are uh, surrounded by all kinds of uh, strange animals. As we discussed last week, we've been eating some of the lizards. The further out we've gotten from the pod, we have discovered that a number of the animals on this planet look like puppets.
0: It's a little uncanny, I must admit.
1: So we've taken to calling the asteroid uh, by the name Asteroid Q, which we thought was adorable.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's simple, straightforward, gets to the point.
1: But um, the puppets, they mock us, and it's... It's a little disturbing to just kind of be out foraging and And feel as though, like, you're in the Jim Henson workshop with sinister laughter. Like, the what was Jabba the Hutt's little thing that would like laugh at people?
0: Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, (laughs) I know what you're talking about. That little Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah, I feel like we hear that sound a lot as we move through the swampy marshland. Of asteroid Q.
0: Is that better or worse than like hearing what if we heard Jabba's laugh?
1: I would be terrified. I would think something on this asteroid was about to eat us. It,
0: it, uh, we're probably still about to get eaten, so
1: Rach, do you see that light over there on the horizon?
0: Wait. To the north? I think I do.
1: Yeah, it looks like somebody's lit a fire.
0: <gasps> they discovered fire here. We have to go Run check me it out. over there. Hark, who art thou?
2: Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Ah, sorry, I haven't talked in a very long time. And I'm trying to remember. Is Daniel that? Spencer, is that you is that? under that Ro- incredible mane of hair, Ross? Yeah. Rachel, What? What?
0: Dan. I- Oh my gosh.
2: I haven't I haven't seen y'all in I mean, I don't know how long. I have no concept of time anymore.
1: It's been over a year, judging by the hair growth. You have got an incredible beard and luscious, luscious mane.
2: Thank it's actually you. Actually, one
0: of Ross's skills is judging time based on hair growth.
2: Well, I mean, when last I saw you, I was in some part I I'm trying to remember. I feel like I had I was a cat. Yeah, you were part cat. And that was weird. Uh and I still feel like I've got that hair growth issue where mm. I'm just like growing hair like I'm a cat. But I'm I hair? I do as you can see, like I'm basically human again. Yeah. So it's been a year. Now, you were in your
1: escape pod leaving us when we crash landed here. There was a microgravity burst. Our sensors indicated that you were part of it. I guess it emanated from what we're calling Asteroid Q. Tell us what has been happening to you for the last
2: year. Uh, OK, so I mean, I I just almost immediately as soon as leaving you. Got caught in that thing and crash landed here. Um, I've been calling it Sesame Asteroid. So you've seen the puppets too? Uh, yes. There's a lot of <laughs> puppets around here. It's very disconcerting. It is like when they do that cackle. So oh, weird. Yes, it's like um Salacious Crumb, that uh, that little guy in Jabba the Hutt's palace from Star Wars. That's
0: oh what my we goodness, were that, that's his name.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, but honestly, I've just been kind of foraging. I've learned how to safely harvest and cook the puppet meat, which is weird, but it's uh, have it's a little gamey. But you
0: hunted them for sport?
2: For food, for sustenance. Not You're right. Not for sport. I feel like.
0: Well, for... see, I feel like they were going to hunt us for sport, so I'm just surprised.
2: <laughs> I would not be surprised at 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 all. I've mostly been. Um, about five what i've decided to call clicks i have no idea what a click actually is but like about five clicks west from here there's a cave that i've been living in um and honestly i've spent most of my time just kind of doing some drawings like making a lot of like honestly i've been trying to figure out how to create sudoku puzzles that i can like create but not figure out the answer to beforehand and then like figure it out like you get to solve it without having created it first it's not been working so nine by nine grids with random numbers filled in yes
0: sounds like you're doing well
2: i'm great (laughs) how are you guys
0: well we're still trying to build back up our pod
2: and
1: i'm trying to build back up my legs
0: we found another crewmate
1: goodness i just noticed your legs yeah spaghetti So, yeah, we we found somebody else. Um, She's joined us and we came out here today to kind of forage. But we actually brought our handheld version of our AI, hoping that we would, you know, maybe get one of these weird puppet creatures to answer some trivia questions to give us some power. But, Daniel, finding you is a miracle because you've powered the pod several
2: times before. I I am. Floored. I didn't know there was anyone else here. And I'm so glad that, like, there are people, and it's people I already know. Like, it's this is great. It's incredible. It's sort of amazing
1: because we've only been, well, Rach has only been walking away from our pod for what, about 12 minutes?
0: Yeah. You really weren't far at all. Surprised you. No. Surprised me you didn't run into each other.
2: Seriously. Uh, I feel like that's probably not great. In terms of either uh, any anyone's observational skills, I think that <laughs> kind of <laughs> has some bad connotations there. But you know, it's okay. Well, I say we set up
1: the portable AI, get it online, and fire up some trivia questions. What do you think, Rach?
0: I think that's a great idea, Dan. You in?
1: I would love to. All right, I'm setting up the unit. Let's see if we can get it online. All right, yeah, good. It it's
0: still online.
1: Yeah, it's um, that's like the one thing it can do. Uh, but, Dan, here are the rules. Our escape pod, which is about 12 Minutes South is hooked up to an AI-powered set of intelligence scanners that will give you points for each answer you get right. And as you may recall, our AI seems to have developed a sense of humor. In addition to the correct answers, it gives us points for answers that are so wrong that they make us laugh. We'll ask you the questions for a round, give listeners some time to think about their own answers, and then we'll check back in with you to see how you did points power the pod so the better you do the longer we'll be able to operate life support maybe get our communications ramped back up who knows maybe working together we can find the parts we need to get the whole thing repaired and get off of this asteroid and see if we can find our missing cat spock
2: wait spock's missing oh that's
1: heartbreaking our new crewmate Blythe said she saw Spock. Spock in space. I guess searching for us, we're searching for him. Amazing.
0: I wish he had a cell phone. I could just call him.
1: Yeah, but cats don't use cell phones.
0: Exactly. There is the problem. All right. Shall we trivia? Let's do it. All right. First round is our general knowledge round. So, question number one, Dan. The raven that inspired Edgar Allan Poe was actually the pet of which other famous author?
1: So that means there's a famous author that kept a raven as a pet.
0: Writers are weird.
1: It just seems like if you were going to have a bird, you'd, you know, want something that wasn't devious. Aren't ravens super smart, but also kind of like jerks?
0: Well, I might be getting crows and ravens confused, but isn't it like if you feed them, they'll just bring you shiny things? Or am I thinking of crows? I've heard they're very loyal, actually. Good figure. One of those Corvids.
1: One of them. Daniel, question number two is a four-part question. We'll name a one-hit wonder. You tell us the name of their only hit song in the U.S. So 2A, the one-hit wonder is Gerardo. 2B, Chumbawamba. I would love to know how Chumbawamba got their name. 2C was an act called OMC and 2D was the Archies. So these are gonna take us back a ways to a time when people still listen to the radio. Boy howdy, that was that that was a time, wasn't it?
0: Most of these are before me, so
1: I don't think I've heard a radio tune to anything other than NPR since I was like twenty-one. <laughs>
0: I turned on the radio the other day, and they were playing the song Hot Girl Bummer, which if you know anything about that song, is difficult to play on the radio due to the language it's used. And it was, it, you could tell, <laughs> they bleeped out like <laughs> half the song. I was like, well, just pick a different song at this point.
1: But wasn't, uh, wasn't WAP on the radio? They had to like seriously
2: edit that, right? Oh uh, did. It, it probably
0: was, yeah. I, I, the music video they... is like every other word they can't say. <laughs>
2: Uh, they heavily edited it, and they they made it worse because the uh, the the repeated line was wet and gushy. Oh.
0: Undeniably worse. Just say so wet ass pussy. Much worse. <laughs> All right. Question three. <laughs> Palette cleanser. What was the last Marvel movie to have a cameo of the beloved Stan Lee? Aw,
1: oh, R.I.P. Stan, the man.
0: I thought he died twice. Well, no, someone told me he died and I was like, he wasn't already dead. (laughs) (laughs) I think like his wife died or something. I got them confused. (laughs) I was just super confused when I heard he died.
1: (laughs) Well, on that note, let's move on to number four. (laughs) Daniel, this is a five part question. I'm going to read you a quote and you have to tell me, is it a quote from classic literature? Or Kanye West. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. So, here they are. 4A, the quote is, come and get me. This is the Exodus. 4B, it's a beautiful time. I love my friends. I love my family. I love people. The human race. 4C, the quote is, you are a wonderful creation. You know more than you think you know, just as you know less than you want to know. 4D, the thing is, if you get very depressed about something, it's hard as hell to swallow. And 4E, I miss the old Kanye.
0: That one's definitely Jane Austen. Uh,
1: Rach, you're not supposed to give them the answers before they've had a chance. It's all right. I
2: I know Austen like the back of my hand. I already had that one prepared, so it's fine.
0: Uh, Some good quotes, that Kanye. Shall we do question five? Let's do it. What is the name of the Comedy Podcasting Network founded by Scott Ackerman and Jeff Ulrich in August 2010? It features shows like Scam Goddess, Comedy Bang Bang, and Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend.
1: I feel like the AI has inserted this question. Is it trying to like get on a podcast network? We are in deep space. There are no <laughs> other podcasts around here.
0: I saw a comedy podcast. I thought maybe it was going to be about us
1: uh i don't think the ai thinks we're that funny we're not
0: general (laughs) knowledge
1: (laughs) daniel question number six tell us the brands slash companies from these clues it's a three-part question 6a this frozen treat chain began operating in 1978 out of a renovated gas station in vermont 6b you can get things wholesale at this warehouse chain that merged with Price Club in 1993. And six C, this video game company started with making playing cards, some of which were scandalous. That's a mm-hmm. that's kind of a neat leap to go from dirty playing cards. I don't know if they were dirty; they might have just been scandalous, like you know Shonda Rhimes scandalous. But uh, to go from playing cards into video games.
2: Well, that's
1: nice. I'm sure it's the same it's skills required.
2: Fact. Absolutely, yeah. Hmm.
1: All right, we've given them a little bit of time to think. It's time to loop back around and see what Daniel Spencer's answers were to our general knowledge round. Each correct answer is going to get you 50 points in this round. Each incorrect answer that makes us laugh might get you some points from the AI. rachel has got question number one for you.
0: All right. The raven that inspired Edgar Allan Poe was actually the pet of which other famous author?
1: Uh, Was that Charles Dickens?
0: Ding, ding, ding. Indeed it was.
1: Number two, we'll name a one-hit wonder. You tell us the name of their only hit song in the U.S. 2A is Gerardo. Uh,
2: Was that Rico Suave? It
1: was was Rico
2: Suave. Suave. 2B, Chumbawamba. Oh, that would be Tub Thumping correct off of their fantastic aren't album real words. Thumper, uh which i i could speak at length about that whole album it's a fantastic album and tub thim, tub thumping is easily the weakest song on it
1: i do you know how chumbawamba got their name
2: i don't
1: hopefully one day one
2: day one day to I feel see so the act was omc uh is that zero magree's celsius i'm so sorry the song is called how bizarre oh my (laughs) goodness i haven't thought about that song in decades there's a reason for that correct 2d the act was the archies uh is that sugar sugar
1: it is and that's worth another 50 points well done
0: that was a pretty good pretty good question i like that one All right. Question number three was, what was the last Marvel movie to have a cameo of the beloved Stan Lee?
2: Was this Avengers Endgame?
0: It was Avengers Endgame. You could say it was Stan Lee's Endgame as well.
2: Yeah. It's a a fitting one, I think, for him to, to go out on. I agree. Question number four. Is it a
1: classic literature quote or is it a quote from Kanye West? Daniel 4A was, come and get me. This is the Exodus. Classic Literature? That is a Kanye West quote. 4B, it's a beautiful time. I love my friends. I love my family. I love people, the human race. Is that Kanye West? That is Kanye West. All right. 4C, you are a wonderful creation. You know more than you think you know, just as you know less than you
2: want to know. I, I also had this one down as Kanye West. That is Oscar Wilde from uh is picture, it picture of dorian, of dorian
0: gray. gray or
1: the portrait of dorian gray it's picture picture okay
0: yeah
1: i think so too i should know that 4d the thing is if you get very depressed about something it's hard as hell to swallow
2: uh i had that one as classic literature
1: that is classic literature that is salinger from catcher in the rye and 4e i miss the old
2: kanye uh pretty sure that's kanye east <laughs> sorry, that is Jane Austen. <laughs> That's right. No,
1: definitely. that is in fact Kanye West. So
0: I can't believe I got that wrong. Done
1: <laughs> on the quotes.
0: Okay. Question number five: What is the name of the comedy podcasting network, not related to Trivia Escape Pond, huh? founded by Scott Ackerman and Jeff Olrich in August 2010, with shows like Scam Goddess, Comedy Bang Bang, and The Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend?
2: Uh, was that Earwolf?
0: It is Earwolf. You know, on all levels, but physical.
1: And finally, question number six. Tell us the brands slash companies from these clues. 6A, this frozen treat chain began operating in 1978 out of a renovated gas station in Vermont. Is that Ben & Jerry's? That is Ben & Jerry's. Amazing. 6B, you can get things wholesale at this warehouse chain that merged with Price Club in 1993 costco that is also correct all right yeah and 6c this video game company started with making playing cards some of which were
2: scandalous see uh with the game hanafuda uh some of the cards in the classic hanafuda deck are a little bit risque uh so when nintendo started making hanafuda cards they had some some dicey ones in there
0: interesting i knew they did playing cards i didn't know they had scandal
2: yeah they've
1: they've most recently done a deck that is just carrie washington <laughs> hey yo oh,
2: i'm kicking you out of the
0: Nintendo pod w- kicking you out of the pod
2: listen i have no concept of time but i feel like that's dated
1: <laughs> you know all you have to do to kick me out of the pod is just put the
0: just set you put down. The pack <laughs> down and run away i'm giving you to the puppets. you know it's
1: only 12 minutes back to the pod but uh i'll be clawing my way back with my arms hours on end at the end of our general knowledge round daniel you've got 650 points for us to take back and feed to the pod so things are going well round two today is our arrested development round hope you have watched the adventures of the bluth family
0: is this an honor of
1: it looks like uh the ai is going to send us deep into it have you seen the show
2: uh, I have yes. It's it's obviously I've been in space for a long time. Um, I had heard rumblings that they were going to make a, a fourth season, um, which I can only imagine would have been amazing. And a fifth season, if that had ever happened, would probably have been great. Uh, and I'm very glad that like I'm up here in space, so that my imagine of the potential of what those seasons could be, just like that'll stay. In my mind forever, and I'll never have to be like that incredibly disappointed by how those might have actually turned out. Here's the thing
1: I suspect that, you know, that's a show that if they did it wrong, they'd probably just like go back
2: and recut it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Until think that was perfect. Yes. Exactly. And then, you know what? I don't have time to get into all of this. I've got a lot of thoughts and, and theories on what they could have potentially done. So,
0: well, it's fitting that we're doing this. This episode in the week of Jessica Walter in honor of her she did you guys hear she died this week?
2: yeah it was Super sad. very, very sad. sad
1: and hopefully this episode reaches Earth sometime around that time you know we don't even know how long it's going to take our communications array to broadcast <laughs> this back that's true
0: I suppose this might be not the same week that people are hearing this <laughs> 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 alright question number one Tobias tried to be part of the very popular Vegas act and eventually both he and George understudy with them. Who are they?
2: Popular
1: Vegas act. You know, I know the answer to this one, but I did not see them in Vegas. I saw them in New York long, long ago. Good times. I mean, Celine
2: Dion gets around.
1: (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Can you imagine uh, George Bluth understudied for Celine Dion? (laughs) Be Incredible. His heart will go on. Number two, answer these brand name questions, and it's a three-part question, Daniel. To A, what's the name of the religious tapes George Sr. makes in prison? To B, what's the name of the product George Sr. created that burns people? And to C, what product does George Michael build a company out of in seasons four and five? Uh Uh-oh, that sounds Uh like that one could be tough, since those are seasons that... You never saw and only heard rumored
2: could be a big
1: challenge but we'll see just make something up who knows you might be right
0: question number three so buster loses a hand uh let's look at some other famous folks who lost a body part um <laughs> 3a which former chicago mayor is missing the middle finger on his left hand 3a
1: this, this feels unfortunate because he seems likely to want to raise his middle finger quite regularly.
0: <laughs> you can only do it with one hand. now. 3B. Which rock icon from the Grateful Dead was missing part of his middle finger? Are these all middle fi- they Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, <well>. 3C. <laughs> which member of the cast of Star Trek lost his middle finger in World War 2 We'll accept the name of his character as well. I see the AI is... So- got a theme going for this one
1: yeah clearly i i feel like this question might be the ai's middle finger to
2: daniel spencer i feel like that might be the case did i have i done anything ai to to anger you the ai doesn't talk does it just it's
1: only spitting out a fourth question for me to read to you all right daniel when michael begins to fall for lovely rita what James Bond parody song plays in the background throughout that episode? I got to admit the whole lovely Rita thing. One of my favorite episodes.
0: Lovely Rita. meet maid. Where'd I be without you? Someone stop me or I'll keep going. No, no keep please going. keep going. <laughs> this is great. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to re-question five. <laughs> Tell us the names of these characters. Uh, A, this character raises his hands when he shouts his own name. (laughs) 5B, what is Lucille Two's last name? I was going to say Lucille's second last name. 5C, name all the members of the Bluth family who do a chicken dance. And 5D, what is Gob's full name? Is it pronounced Gob or Job?
1: <laughs> it's Joe. It's pronounced Job. J-
0: Damn. I like Cobb better. I'm going to call him Cobb. Um 5E. What is the name of the private detective who delights Lucia with his disguises? I promise I have seen this show before. I just I, I don't reading.
1: Just go back to singing Lovely Rita yeah. and everything will be all right.
0: Nothing and make me think of you. <laughs>
1: Number six, <laughs> speaking of names, what was the full name of the character that Henry Winkler played on Happy Days? And which other Happy Days alumni appeared in Arrested Development? Oh, Happy Days. That's a show I have not seen in forever. I bet it doesn't hold up very well.
0: Didn't they originate the term jumping the shark?
1: They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it was Henry Winkler's character.
2: <laughs> who jumped said shark. And there's a moment in Arrested Development when they, where they reference that by having found a shark that bit off the flipper of the seal that bit off uh, bit, uh goodness, great, Buster's hand. Uh, and so they had the shark on the pier and Henry Winkler jumped over it to go on his way to breakfast as a sly little reference to it. It was very funny. So when the seal bit off Buster's hand, did it
1: take the whole hand at once or did it start with just the middle finger?
2: (sighs) I mean, it probably started with just the middle finger. I feel like that's the standard progression of, of arm eating.
0: That's where Uh, I always start.
2: I mean, that's the best way to anyway. The middle finger is the mozzarella sticks of the arm meal is what I'm saying.
0: Wait, what's I want to know what everything else is now. (laughs) Don't stop there.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, so the the middle finger is the mozzarella sticks. Um, the palm itself is uh, just a, a good kind of um, palate cleansing sherbet. Uh, <laughs> the the forearm is like a really good, uh, just a, like a really good. Entree, whatever you know, your kind of uh, persuasion is. If you like a good steak, if you like a good, like, really well roasted chicken, or if you could it be if vegan, like... it can definitely be vegan. The arm that um, you're eating, the arm that you're eating can can be a vegan entree. Okay, <laughs> I haven't fully figured out the science behind that yet. But then when you get to the elbow, that's like the perfect dessert. We are talking about puppet arms here, right? Yeah. Hmm. Wait, were y'all not? I mean... Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> I don't know
2: where... We were go. hungry
1: for a long time here.
0: Don't ask about Julia's left arm. Okay, sorry.
2: Well, I'm I'm just... I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. I might um, slink back to my cave. I think I said it was five clicks that way. It's actually five clicks the other way. I'm going
0: to walk this way, but if... Um, Sorry, you're contractually obligated to finish the trivia round. Ah,
2: Nuts! All right.
1: Okay. Let's find out the answers to your (laughs) Arrested Development Round, Daniel.
2: All right.
0: Question number one. Tobias tried to be part of the Popular Vegas Act, and eventually both he and George understudy with them. Who are they?
2: The Blue Man
1: Group.
0: Ding, ding, ding.
1: Question number two, answer these brand name questions. 2A, what's the name of the religious tapes George Sr. makes in prison?
2: That's caged wisdom.
1: That is caged wisdom. 2B, <laughs> what's the name of the product George Sr. created that burns people?
2: Oh, the cornballer.
1: <laughs> also correct. And 2C, what product does George Michael build a company out of in
2: seasons four and five? I wrote down a series of letters here and it just happened to spell out fake block. That is correct. Amazingly. You
1: know, if your Sudoku skills were anything like your ability to write down random letters, you would have entertained yourself for hours on this asteroid.
0: If only, if only way to roast a person's Sudoku skills. All right. (laughs) Question three. So Buster loses a hand. Let's look at some other famous folks who lost a body part. Uh, 3A was which former Chicago mayor is missing the middle finger on his left hand?
2: Rahm Emanuel?
0: That's him. Nice. All right. 3B is which rock icon from the Grateful Dead was missing part of his middle finger?
2: Jerry Garcia?
0: Once again, correct. Correct.
2: Woo, I'm getting some lucky guesses.
0: Three <laughs> C. Which member of the cast of Star Trek lost his middle finger in World War II? You can do cast member or character name.
2: Um. uh I went with Gary Berghoff.
0: No, <laughs> it was a uh, James Doohan who played Scotty.
2: Ah. Uh, who did Gary Burghoff
1: play <laughs> on Star Trek? sci-fi radar
0: <laughs> he was the he was the tractor beam <laughs> <laughs>
1: question number four when michael begins to fall for lovely rita what james bond parody song plays in the background throughout that episode
2: uh, four british eyes only
1: that is correct for 50 points. And Rach, do you have any songs that might be playing in the background of your episode right now? Lovely,
0: Rita, meet a mate. Do you think we can get uh, rights to use the Beatles in this podcast? Oh, I mean, um, that's
2: per- they're notoriously easy to get the rights right. to.
0: Right. I mean, no one really cares that much about their music, so it's fine.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I vote we
1: just invite Paul McCartney onto the podcast. I'm sure he'll come. I think he would.
0: Sure thing. Oh, yeah. it just It's getting him to the asteroid is the problem. Yeah. All right. Five. Question number five. Is tell us the names of these characters. 5A is the character that raises his hands when he shouts his own name. Steve Holt. <laughs> Correct. 5B. What is Lucille 2's last name?
2: Ostero.
0: Indeed, indeed. 5C. Name all the members of the Bluth family who do a chicken dance.
1: And Daniel, uh, before you get started, the yes. AI is now flashing up. You'll get 50 points for each one you get right, but you'll lose 50 points if you say a member who does not do a chicken dance. Oh, Ooh. no.
0: Wait, should we Man. tell how many or is that too much? Is that giving, giving too much uh, We'll let them figure that out.
2: You're right. Uh, right. So, of course, Job has one. Uh, George Sr. has one. Lucille has one. Lindsay has one and I feel like towards the end of season five, they probably would have given Michael one, but that's all that I've got.
1: All right. Well, all five of those are correct. And since you didn't wager any other guesses, you did not lose any points. Job, Lindsay, Lucille, George, Michael, Tobias, and George Michael all have a chicken dance.
2: Oh boy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) interesting okay five d what is gob's full name
2: george oscar <laughs> bluth
0: <laughs> i'm committing to gob now i'm sorry uh five You gotta eight. lean into it right what is the name of the private detective who delights lucille with his disguises oh it's jean
2: <laughs> parmesan
0: <laughs> I wish my last name was parmesan
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a stunningly good imitation of jessica walter right they could there.
0: really bring thank back you, the show you. with dan spencer as
2: <laughs> i would i would never hope to replace such a, such an icon mm-hmm. uh but yes G- jean parmesan is quite the character number
1: six speaking of names what was the full name of the character that henry winkler played on happy days uh, Arthur Fonzarelli that is correct and which other Happy Days alumni appeared in arrested development Ron Howard Ron yep. Howard is correct for 50 points but Scott Bayo also appeared so you don't get that 50 uh Scott Bayo starred as Bob blah blah that's right on arrested development I forgot that Scott
2: Bayo was on happy days even though again they reference it in the show when he says he's been brought in to skew younger with juries indeed at the end of your arrested development
1: round daniel you've got 1550 points that is about as strong a showing as i think we've ever had through two rounds
2: it's i mean it's it's fortunate that uh a I got some good lucky guesses in there, and B, the second round was about Arrested Development, which I um, know pretty well. Aside from, I guess, some chicken dances. <laughs> and with that, it's time for us to take a
1: short break. Want to let you know that we are on Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow us both at Trivia Escape Pod. And you know, once you're there, you've got all kinds of useless information about the things we're up to on the asteroid, as well as a hint for our live show every Tuesday night. So check it out Twitter, Instagram, at Trivia Escape Pod. We will be right back.
0: We're back with more Trivia Skate Pod. If you like the show, help us out by leaving a review or telling a friend to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or TriviaSkatePod.com. Every review matters for a little podcast like ours, so give us a shout, please, please, please.
1: Daniel, I thought we were going to take a break there, but y'all turned it into a dance party. I have never seen moves like that, but I also felt like you were mocking me since I am on the ground in my little backpack harness.
2: Okay, well, I do want to clear something up. First of all, that song is an absolute jam, and it's hard not to groove to it. Second of all, it's safe to assume that I'm always mocking you in one way or another. (laughs) Wow,
0: what a great answer.
2: (laughs) I I feel like uh, you could try and mock me, but I just... I feel like any jokes you'd make just don't really have the legs.
0: Oh! Is this insensitive to legless people? Oh, that might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was funny, though.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've stayed silent because I'm dead.
0: I'm dead. <laughs> you just murdered him. <laughs>
2: All right, fantastic. This is, this is what my parents have brought me up for from, from birth simply to kill Ross.
1: (laughs) Well, you're sitting on 1,550 points at the end of two rounds. It's time for our movie round today, and it is a subtract one letter movie round. The way this works is Rach and I have, we've had a lot of time where it was just the two of us, and since our new crew member Blythe came on board, she's been helping us out with these we basically, we write movies and then perform them for each other. And because we don't want to run afoul of any form of, uh, of copyright violation, we get the AI to like give us the main plot. And the way that it does that is, it's going to take an existing film, look at the title, and subtract one letter. Then, based on the new title, it's going to write... A movie summary, which, again, is an existing movie, minus one letter. We're going to read you the A.I.'s movie summary. You have to tell us the name of the A.I.'s
2: movie. Okay. Okay. I think I can wrap my head around this. All right. Here is plot number one.
1: After the rebels are brutally overpowered on the ice planet Hoth, galactic aggressors get on a three-wheeled rider-powered vehicle (laughs) and that one was actually fun to act out we did that for for blythe because i was i was in the backpack and rach was tromping around all over the this asteroid and quite honestly um we were very well suited to those roles
0: (laughs) It was, it's probably the best home movie we've ever made.
1: Rich, look at Daniel. They turned <laughs> bright red. We, we, kill,
0: we killed them. That sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy, that hit me right. That hit me right in the funny bum.
1: <laughs> well, plots two through ten probably won't, so. Oh, Glad well. we
0: got, you know, started You always bang. get one.
1: Yeah, but we cashed out early.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, question number two, our second title. A computer hacker is abducted into the digital world where he weighs 2,000 pounds and forced to participate in a gladiatorial game. I
1: would love to run some gladiatorial... gladi... gladiatorial... gladiatorial games here
2: on the planet. I
0: think these puppets would make a good crowd. I think
2: so.
1: Puppet Gladiator.
2: Puppet Gladiator. Why has no one
1: That's made wild. that film? Just like a shot for shot remake have... <laughs> of the Ridley Scott film with puppets would be amazing.
0: I love, um. There's, I saw this thing online. It was like, you know how like Muppet movies always have one human character in the main cast or whatever? What's oh, like replace your favorite movie, but pick one person to be a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are funny i yes. want yeah like the in godfather fact, as a muppet it's just oh
1: my god <laughs> daniel you can visualize all the rest of these plots as having one muppet in the movie and here is your third plot with a villain causing havoc in his city noah must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice that one seems very vague.
0: It is very vague. But I think Dan can do it. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I wouldn't hold your expectations too high. Uh, if you lose this round, you have to go be the first fighter in the gladiatorial puppet games.
2: So... Oh, I will wreck some puppets up. <laughs> I've gotten real good at it now.
0: Okay. <laughs> Title number four. While trying to balance being a superhero and a father, a former cat burglar must send an email to the daughter of his mentor as they uncover secrets from his mentor's past.
2: Could you repeat that one for me?
0: Yes. So, While trying to balance being a superhero and a father, a former cat burglar must send an email to the daughter of his mentor as they uncover secrets from his mentors past.
1: I like that the plot to that one makes it sound like sending an email is is really tough. Like, the whole movie is just going to be someone who is both superhero and father sending an email.
0: Based on my inbox, um, that does sound pretty difficult.
1: (laughs) Do you mean it sounds difficult because you're looking at your inbox and you're like, oh my god, I'm never responding to all of those?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I'm, if you've tried to email me in the past year, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> in fairness, you are trapped on an asteroid, which limits your ability to respond. The
0: signal not great, I admit.
1: That's the excuse I've been using <laughs> for like the thousands of emails that I'm like four weeks behind on responding to. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm currently fighting a puppet in a gladiatorial <laughs> arena. Daniel, plot number five. A young magician discovers an old book of receipts and begins to learn more about a villain's dark past.
0: Title number six. Some paranormal enthusiasts, a nuclear engineer, and a subway worker band together to stop the person throwing a dinner party.
1: So, you say nuclear.
0: Is there a different way to say it?
2: Nuclear?
0: Didn't I say that?
2: You said nuclear.
0: Oh, did I? Nuclear, nuclear. Mm. Well, reading is difficult.
1: (laughs) No, both of them work. Oh, really? I don't know. There's something charming about nuclear, as
2: long as it's not, say, the president of the United States saying it.
0: Man, can't hear my own words. I guess.
2: And I'm I'm sorry to be a pain. Could you repeat that one one more time?
0: Ah, no, sure thing. Some paranormal enthusiasts, a nuclear engineer and a subway worker band together to stop a person throwing a dinner party. Perfect. Okay, thank you.
1: Number seven. A brash captain with a half-human first officer and a cranky engineer tries to live up to his father's legacy as a vengeful alien from the future creates a gooey black substance. And I think it's kind of interesting that the AI is spitting out questions about cranky engineers.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's
2: interesting, isn't
0: it? I think a brash captain, a half-human, and a cranky engineer is just us three. <laughs> Aren't you a i Dan?
2: <laughs> I, I am, uh, I'd say at this point, at best, half-human. So that's a very good point.
1: I just kind of love them that I've been promoted to
0: captain. It's just the brash part, don't worry.
1: Oh, okay. I, you know, I was thinking that was pretty good, considering I spent most of my time in the escape pod in a stasis bed and have been unable to guide any aspect of the pod's function.
0: <laughs> it's definitely a promotion. All right. <laughs> Question number eight. A police officer joins a secret organization that polices and monitors poverty on Earth
1: that's not the southern poverty law center that's like a movie
0: (laughs) really it's a movie in the movie route
1: we have so little to say about that one. let's move on (laughs) number nine here's your plot in a dystopic and crime-ridden detroit which may just mean like in detroit oh no i kid no detroit's wonderful In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally wounded marsupial returns to work on the police force after he's given some enhancements. (laughs) Okay, look, Daniel is now laughing. Given some enhancements is not, like, a wiener joke. No, that's not what I was thinking at all. I
2: I just... Love the idea of a, a marsupial with like a an enhanced pouch for uh you know joeys to sit in.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: Yeah, there's Wi Fi in there, right? cable.
0: I had to watch a kangaroo birth in a bio class one time. They're you know, they're weird. the The baby just crawls out of the mom and then it like, climbs up its up to the pouch. The yeah. mom's just sitting there, and the baby's like a little rat crawling up. <laughs> To go into the pouch. <laughs> if
2: it's you ever weird. want a a truly life shaking experience, I would suggest watching the movie, uh, "The Howling Three Marsupials," uh, which is a an Australian werewolf movie. Except they they're they're more marsupials than werewolves. They're more. Um, uh, now I can't remember. Is this like extinct? marsupial that recently people were like oh i think we found evidence of it and then it wasn't but uh it's it's absurd it is the most buckwild movie you will ever see which includes a woman giving birth to a were marsupial and it just climbing up and just getting right into her pouch it's insane
1: can you imagine like showing up to to like GM at D anD D and being like, now the party faces a oh, marsupial because everybody would be like, oh, forget it, this game is over.
2: That's exactly what happened at my last
0: table. I looked up extinct marsupials and it's just is every marsupial name just ridiculous? Yes. <laughs> we have the the lesser bilby, the pigfoot footed bandicoot. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Who comes up with these? The Australians, I guess.
2: That is incredible.
0: Okay. All right. Question number 10 in our final movie for this round. A rejected military soldier transforms into a closed hand after taking a dose of super soldier serum.
1: A closed hand. That is a very specific and very weird clue. But we'll see if I think it's Daniel a can figure that one out. Let's, uh, let's roll back through these and see how they did. Plot number one, Daniel, after the Rebels are brutally overpowered on the ice planet Hoth, galactic aggressors get on a three-wheeled, rider-powered vehicle.
2: This is the idea of Darth Vader just, just going around on a tricycle is amazing. Uh, this is uh, Star Wars The Empire Trikes Back. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Spaceballs could never... This right. <laughs>
2: could never. Spaceballs is a travesty.
0: <clears throat> I've only seen parts of it, so can't speak to it. All right, question number two: A computer hacker is abducted into the digital world where he weighs two thousand pounds and is forced to participate in gladiatorial games.
2: A uh, ton. Yes. From Tron.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Lot number three with a villain causing havoc in his city. Noah. Must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice.
2: Is this the Ark Knight Rises? It
0: that is, is the Ark Knight Rises. Oh. Wow!
1: That is impressive.
0: I don't think I would have gotten that one. Question number four. While trying to balance being a superhero and a father, the former cat burglar must send an email to the daughter of his mentor as they uncover secrets from his mentor's past.
2: Um. Sky High. high.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like a Sky High reference, but. uh I
2: mean, yeah, but. Like, actually, I,
0: At Man and the Wasp instead of Ant Man and oh, the Wasp. Oh. Mm-hmm, I would have
2: gotten that if I'd seen the movie. <laughs> Number five A young magician
1: discovers an old book of receipts. And begins to learn more about a villain's dark past.
2: Ledger man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the correct answer there was Harry Potter and the half blood price.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> AI's really coming up with some some bangers <gasps> here. Um <laughs> six. Some paranormal enthusiasts, a nuclear engineer, and a subway worker band together to stop the person throwing a dinner party.
2: Hostbusters.
0: That's it. You did it.
2: Very good.
1: Number eight. A brash captain with a half-human first officer and a cranky engineer tries to live up to his father's legacy as a vengeful alien from the future creates a gooey black substance tar trick that is correct
0: all right eight a police officer joins a secret organization that polices and monitors poverty on earth
2: um i have nothing for this except boo cops
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, men in black, as opposed to men in black
2: oh oh boy Did Ross write that one when he was on some, like, painkillers for the leg issues?
1: Yeah, you know, might have happened. The AI spits these things out. We just act them out. That one was really not fun. Here's number nine. (laughs) In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally wounded marsupial returns to work on the police force after he's given some enhancements.
2: Is this Rue Cop? It's Rue Cop. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. It's fantastic.
0: Okay, and your final, final movie. A rejected military soldier transforms into a closed hand after taking a dose of super soldier serum.
2: Captain America, The Fist Avenger.
0: That's it. All right. What's the total?
1: The total after that round is 1,900 points. Woo-hoo. I feel like if we could just get to 2,000, we would almost certainly be able to make some serious upgrades to the system's that we've got going so why don't we hop into our final round a top 10 round daniel things change a little bit in the top 10 round because each correct answer is worth 100 points rather than just 50
2: so i just need to get one right to hit that 2000 mark
1: that is correct but uh you know we've been trapped out here for quite some time we might have missed the events on Earth of 2020 gallup does a yearly poll of the most admired men and women in the world in 2020 the men's list was topped by obama trump joe biden somebody named dr fauci and the pope we want you to name the 10 most admired women of 2020 the answers must be living people but they can be in any part of the world And we'll tell you this, celebrities generally do poorly on this list. Dolly Parton was up at number 11. Betty White was number 17. But only one member of the top 10 is best known for her work in the entertainment field. So we want the 10 most admired women of 2020. You've got 10 guesses. Each correct is going to be 100 points.
0: I'm hurt that Dolly Parton's not number one, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Riveting commentary.
2: <laughs> She's number one in my book.
0: I, yeah, I wanted her vaccine.
2: All right, Daniel.
1: What have you got for us? Go ahead and wager your first guess.
2: Oh, boy. I had not finished at all. I have four answers written down. Just guess as you go. All right. Here we go. Um, Number one, uh, Michelle Obama
0: that, that is, is correct she's number 1
2: all right uh number 2 oprah
0: that's number 4 but i don't Ooh. think we're not doing order are we
1: no we don't really no. care about the right order so yeah that's our one entertainment related person and you've already got 200
2: points in the round uh number 3 uh kamala
1: harris mm. kamala harris was the number 2 most admired woman so three for three thus far
2: um number four nope that's uh we'll go with aoc
0: there we go she's number seven nice
2: um uh number five is uh elizabeth warren Unfortunately, not in the top 10. She was
1: just outside the top 10 this year. Ah. Uh,
2: um, oh, boy. Uh, number six. Hillary
0: Clinton? It, number six is Hillary Clinton. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this is her 22nd year being in the top 10. Amazing. Yeah.
2: Um. Number seven. Melania Trump.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. She was number 3.
2: Oh boy. Um
1: I here's the thing about Melania Trump. What do you think the skill set that people admire is there?
2: Not murder? <laughs> like specifically not murdering that's someone that you actually, spend a lot of your time around? I
0: think that's one of the things I least admire about her. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh number what is this 8 yes uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg
0: uh answer must be living i'm afraid
2: must yeah. be living oh yeah, we have some terrible oh. news for you oh boy <laughs> i'm oh afraid. dang um I just feel like i've given so many like political like politician type answers and they've all been right for the most part. So I'm going to just lean into that, I think. But I also don't know
0: <laughs> Are if... Are any other female politicians?
2: <laughs> well, no, I just don't know. I'm going to... we're get... mm. I don't know if Barbara Bush is still alive, but I'm going to say Barbara Bush.
0: Uh, she's not
1: on this
2: list. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I'm not sure she's still living. Oh, my...
0: Hold on, quick Google search. <laughs> I think she's still alive. Wait, no, no, she's not. Nope, she died in 2018. Oh,
2: boy. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm knocking it out of the park here. Uh, then... I also feel like I've been very America-focused. Number 10, Angela Merkel?
0: yeah she's number Steve five Holt. <laughs> Steve Holt.
1: and with those correct answers daniel you end the day at 2600
0: points oh boy i think the ai might be able to take play take me out to the ball game now the whole song <laughs> wouldn't that be exciting
1: indeed so Daniel here is the complete list in order number one was Michelle Obama number two was Kamala Harris number three was Melania Trump number four was Oprah Winfrey number five was Angela Merkel number six Hillary Clinton number seven Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez number eight was Queen Elizabeth II oh well number nine was Amy Coney Barrett this is the only person appearing in the list for the first time and number 10, Greta Thunberg.
2: Oh.
0: You know, you got the top seven.
2: So I'm, I'm not I'm not unhappy about that. I think that was a respectable outing.
1: As always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer. So if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com or give us a shout on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod. You can also just let us know what's happening on Earth. We miss it. If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com. We're always particularly happy to have top 10 questions or new theme songs. If you got music, send it our way.
0: And thus concludes our trivia.
1: So here's the thing, Daniel. We're We're all stuck mm-hmm. here on this asteroid feels like maybe if we you know combine our resources if you'll let us scavenge in your pod you can scavenge in ours maybe we can build a pod to get off of this asteroid together and get away from this infernal puppet cackling
2: that i mean it's it seems like it's a win-win um i will i will happily do some more hunting catching and cooking of the puppets
0: we've got ourselves uh, a chef
2: so uh, I just I'm so excited to be around people again um, and have an excuse to, like, talk, because like I said, I hadn't talked in a long time. So it's real nice to use my vocal cords.
0: You're really doing a good job. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I got to say, I'm pretty excited about the idea of having like uh, some finger food, some puppet middle finger appetizers with oh, dinner every boy. night. That sounds really good so uh so yeah why don't why don't you follow us back to the escape pod meet our friend blythe and before we head that way why don't you tell us you know what's going on and where our listeners can find other good stuff from you
2: sure uh so i i do a lot of uh podcasting i similarly was able to just scrounge enough uh materials from my pod to, to be able to keep some podcasting going so um I, I've got uh, a couple of podcasts I do, a uh, concept podcast where we go through narrative albums. I've got uh, one of my newer ones, Frankenstein's Jukebox, where my friend and I will pick songs from a year and uh, talk about what we like about them and fuse them together into an entirely new song. Um, and that that releases on the 10th of each month. Um, so uh, check that out. the best The best way to do it, honestly, is to follow me on Twitter at dantendo64. It's where I will tweet about all of the projects that I uh, am a part of.
1: Rach, what have you got coming up?
0: You know, I, I, you know, I'm still looking for a job, but I'm manifesting that by the time those episodes comes out, I will have one. So I'm not going to plug that. <laughs> Don't hire me. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, you can. I was going to say you can follow me on Goodreads, but if I'm honest, I haven't been reading a lot. So follow me on Letterboxd at Engineer Rachel.
1: And if you have a Tuesday night, you can join me and Blythe for the Trivia Escape Pod live show, which is currently happening online. Visit TriviaEscapePod.com and click on the link that says Quarren Trivia Live Stream. We've got five rounds of questions every week and amazing prizes. So come check that out. Well, Dan, I think we're going to walk that way, and by we, I mean you and Rach, and one of you, please carry me. Please don't leave me here at this campfire.
2: I'm happy toss- to to carry him. I was going to say, you know, I can just sling him uh, on my back and make sure that I'm, like, very bouncy uh, on on the way back. What if we really toss kinda... him
0: back and forth like a bag of beans?
2: Oh, that is it. That's the answer right there.
0: <laughs> nice. All right, Ross, get ready. <laughs>
1: always nice to feel the love. Listeners, we'll catch you soon. Peace.
0: Bye. Bye.